Hello, and welcome to another episode of Huddle's Industry Insiders, where we bring you stories of exceptional individuals shaping the tech world. Today, we're thrilled to introduce Vivek, a distinguished software engineer whose journey is as inspiring as it is impressive. He's a summa cum laude grad from Rutgers University and was a driving force behind Are You Mad, leading the team for the Rutgers 250th anniversary app, serving as the president. His ambitions have uh, led him to internships with companies like BuildTrust, Khan Academy, and Apple. These experiences not only honed his technical acumen, but also gave him a taste of what it takes to succeed in a very highly competitive environment. Now at Reddit, he, after a significant tenure at Apple, Vivek continues to push the boundaries of software engineering. His journey from Rutgers to the tech world's upper echelons is a testament to his dedication, skill, and passion for technology. Today, we'll dive into Vivek's journey, exploring the challenges and triumphs of his career, and glean insights as to how to navigate the path to success in the tech industry. Vivek, it's great to have you with us. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Awesome. So let's let's get right into it. Um, tell us a little bit more about um, kind of what made you want to become a software engineer? Is it something that you thought you would want to do in college, or um, is it something that came kind of later in your in your yeah. college journey? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. So actually, uh, I've been programming since I was around like 12 or 10, but I didn't think I wanted to become a software engineer in college. I uh, joined the business school starts. I was thinking I'd go into finance and I thought, you know, I didn't like finance. I thought maybe I'd go into med school, maybe I'd major in math. And uh, throughout the whole time, actually, I was taking CS classes and those ended up being my favorite classes. And so it kind of naturally just uh, fit for me, uh, the path towards CS. Nice, love it. And and what what year was that? Was that like freshman, sophomore, or was that later towards your junior, senior year? Yeah, so I eventually made the final decision around 2014. That was my junior year. Okay. And I've been taking two years worth of CS classes throughout, though. Oh, nice, nice, love that. Um, and as you know, we both uh, we both went to Rutgers. So, what would you say um, in your courses, in those CS courses, what prepared you? For the internships that you were able to achieve was it the content was it the professor or was it like your own ambition at the end of the day you know to be honest i i, I would say uh you know you don't you need to do a lot more than what you learn in class in, in my opinion and so I, I i did i did learn some of the algorithms and uh the things that would help you for the interviews however for landing those interviews i i, I think at least for me at the time i was looking for them having projects was really important. So I, I, I had done a significant amount of uh, projects outside of the course, outside of my curriculum. These are projects, personal projects, these are projects from the university. Um, and, and I think that those, that, that's what really helped me get my internships. Nice. And and how much time did that take? Like out of curiosity, is that something that you spent your, like your after classes, that's pretty much what you were doing or um, was it something easy you can incorporate into your schedule? You, you know, uh, like I said, I've been programming for a while. This is like one of my main hobbies. It's something I, 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 I can't, it's hard to tell you how much time I spent it just because something I, I always do. Mm -hmm. I'm always just interested in, but I, I would say I'd spent a good, like at least 10 hours a week on some kind of project. Oh, wow. Nice. That's awesome. Um, and you know, with doing all that hard work, you were able to get some really, um, impressive, uh, internships working at uh, companies like build trust, Khan Academy and Apple. Um, I think for, for a lot of the people listening, these are, you know, internships that they would love to have the experience to do as well. Um, so out of all of those, like, what was the toughest part about getting those internships? Um, and what were some of the challenges you faced along the way? Um, I'll start with my first internship because that was the hardest. 
um, to start, I didn't know that internships were something you're supposed to do in your summer. Um, and so I started out very late, actually. So the, the first piece of advice I'd have here is basically buy your winter break. Ideally, you should have started applying uh, at the minimum. Ideally, you should even have something locked in for the summer. So that's, that's something I did not do for my first internship. I waited till the summer started and then started looking. Um, sorry, what was your question? I think I may have missed. No, no, all good, all good. Yeah, so uh, what was the toughest part about getting them? Uh, in, in yeah. The first place? yeah. Gotcha, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, for the first one, uh, I, I, I didn't know. So there, there's a lot I just didn't know actually about the internship process. So for my first one, I was purely looking for local internships because you know I, I, my parents live in New Jersey. I was living there. I thought those are the only internships I had available to me. And so I was on, you know, random job boards looking for internships that would, uh, you know, that, that for places that were in New Jersey. I didn't realize until the next year that you could actually apply to places outside New Jersey. And some internships will actually fund for your travel there and actually your stay as well. Oh, wow. Uh, I, just, I just didn't know. Um, and so that, that's what led me to uh, applying to a place in California. That was, uh, for example, Khan Academy was the first one. I got out of the, the next year. So Khan Academy funded your your travel from New Jersey to Cali? Uh, yeah, they funded oh, that. Awesome. They also gave me a housing stipend. And on top of that, they also gave me some, uh, you know, some additional compensation. That's awesome. Them. Yeah. Um, and then what, what about Apple? How did you make that transition from Khan, Khan Academy to Apple to, to that internship? Uh, fine with the Apple internship. So if you want the specifics, I think what I saw was there's this Facebook group called Hackathon Hackers or something. I saw some Apple recruiter posted there, or maybe they saw that I posted there. I forget how that worked, but through some connection through that group, uh, either I reached out or they reached out and we started talking. Uh, I, I think that, that's how it happened. Um, yeah, that, that's, what, that's what my memory is at least. But uh, after that initial recruiter call uh it was just a bunch of interviewing uh, basically they matched me up with uh, like i think four or five different teams and i eventually got matched with one love that so it's like it's that taking that first step and helping build that relationship with the recruiter um and then it's about your experience and your skill set uh following up there it's awesome um what are some of the things that you learned in those internships uh that you could now apply to your current job were there any like those transferable skills that you you got out of them Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I, I just CS degree, computer science degree, but what I do in my job is software engineering. And so elements of CS do apply to software engineering, but they're not the same. And uh, unfortunately, you don't learn software engineering in school usually. And so there's a lot I learned. Um, for one, uh, what are code reviews? I had no idea what those things are until I started. You know, uh, code reviews are a process where, you know, an individual developer will write some code and present it up for his peers to uh, review before it gets merged in and actually use it actually tends to production. So I didn't know about that. I didn't know how to do it. I didn't know what it meant to write high quality code. Um, you know, I, I would just write code that worked, but there's, there's a different level of making code high quality, making it easy to read, making it easy to understand, uh, things like this. Um, yeah, I didn't know, I learned about Git. I didn't know how to use that until I started my internships. Um, yeah, and also just how to, uh, I guess, uh, this is um, just communicate uh, with other my peers, like how to uh, you know push ideas or give criticism on, on ideas, um, things like this. Yeah, love that. Um, and sometimes just like you know the language that these different types of teams use in communicating the same idea. Uh, I'm sure just picking up on that probably also helped 
uh, on the communication front as well. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Um, so yeah, what, you know, part of the, the things, um, that really stand out to me is, is your experience with, of course, your tenure at Apple and now at Reddit. Um, what would you say between these two companies and between the teams that you've worked on and the products you've worked on, uh, what was the most challenging thing you came across so far, uh, in, in your career journey? Um, okay, let me think about this. So, I mean, you can take this from a few different dimensions. Uh, there's projects where there were short deadlines and though they were challenging. It was, I worked on very challenging projects just because just of that. There was a very, a very high time pressure. There are other elements of, sometimes projects are challenging for other reasons. Like maybe it's, uh, you know, I might have ideas that are very different from the ideas of like the product manager I'm working with or the, the leader I'm working with. And so there might be just conflict there. So it's not a lot of time pressure, but more so, uh, you know, different difference of vision. Mm -hmm. um, is there a particular direction you, you, you want me to go in this? Yeah, I think like things that maybe you didn't expect would be a hurdle for you in a, in a, in a working in an environment like Apple or Reddit that maybe you didn't face before, or it could be technical, it could be, um, you know, the type of people that you're working around, the community you're in, um, really any direction that you think just really surprised you as you're like, whoa, this is not something I expected I would face here. How do you work with an external agency? They have certain needs, they have certain asks, and there's also uh, a certain amount of technical capacity that we have, certain amount of things that we can do, cannot do. Um, and so just bridging that gap was uh, was challenging. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and I'm assuming until you're in that role or until, uh, you know, the circumstances uh, happen, you, you really don't face those challenges. Um, it's super interesting to uh, understand the level of complexity that you have to kind of navigate through. Um, tell us a little bit about work-life balance as a software engineer. Um, a lot of people look at the money, they look at the lifestyle, um, and there's a there's this misconception in the community like you know once you're in this you're working you're working your butt off uh, pretty much the whole day. Is that true? How does your work-life balance uh, look like? Yeah, so I, I've got to say uh, my individual situation may be very different from others. Yeah, I know there are some people who work crazy hours always, and I think other people who also work a lot less. Uh, so it really depends uh, on a lot of different factors. So for me personally, I would say my my work life balance has been pretty good. At, at Apple, um, at least when I was on the iOS system experience team, uh, we followed this yearly cadence where in June we would announce new features during WWDC, and so the months leading up to June were kind of stressful, and afterwards. Uh, things were a lot more chill. So this yearly kind of cadence. Um, and other teams where like there's a not a yearly cadence, maybe a quarterly cadence, it's sort of similar where the months leading up to the end of the quarter, we'd have a bit more stress and the months in the beginning are a little less stressful. So it's 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 been it's been like that. So that's definitely gone through periods where I've been pretty stressed and more that are more chill. It, it, it's been a good balance for me so far. Awesome. And I know I should probably should have asked you this question earlier. Uh, can you tell us what you did at Apple and what you're doing at Reddit, like more specifically? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So at Apple, I spent three years on the pencil and paper team is what, is what they called it. Uh, and basically that team is responsible for uh, drawing and editing across uh, across different services, including iOS, macOS, and iPad. And so specifically within those teams, I helped build uh, pencil kits, which is a framework used on, uh, used on those platforms for, for drawing and editing. Uh, you've probably seen pencil kit within, uh, if you ever taken a screenshots mm -hmm. and tried drawing a stroke, 
that uses pencil kits. I also worked on the screenshot, uh, screenshot experience as well. Um, so that was, that was three years. And yeah, over at Reddit, it's been about two years. Here, I've worked on a variety of different services, surfaces, which is partially why I came. I thought it would be a great learning opportunity here. So I've worked across on iOS and backends and uh, all, just a variety of different uh, products and features. Um, so it's really hard to kind of categorize it down, but it kind of, it kind of worked across the whole thing. Yeah, love it. Awesome. Um, so at Reddit today, what does a day in the life look like for you? What do you do when you go in? How long is it? Kind of what are the, some of the things you work on? Yeah, so let me, yeah, so I'll tell you how that's organized. Uh, so we work in two-week sprints. And so at the start of a sprint, we will create a list of tasks that we plan to complete that we think are feasible to complete. Um, at the beginning of the quarter, it's a lot of planning and estimation and design. Uh, and the later stage of the quarter, are more execution. That's going to mean literally just writing code and uh, reviewing code. Um, and so depending on where in the quarter, my, my, my workload, my workday will change. Um, in terms of the writing code part of it, it's, uh, you know, I'll write some code, put up a code review. I might review other people's code on GitHub. And uh, that on the design side, it's a lot of conversation, a lot of reach out to the teams to figure out, well, uh, how uh, is this thing that they've built ready for us to use? How should we use it? Can they build something else to help support us, our feature Things like this? Um, and yeah, that, that's been about my day. Love it. And what would you say like the hardest thing is about your job today? Is it, uh, is it the work? Is it something else? Like what, what are the things that you would say is just challenging or difficult? Yeah. Uh, I, I think, you know, I think as you become more senior, uh, you're faced with problems that have uh, a lot of right answers. There's not just one. And so it's, it's, it's often challenging to figure out, well, what answer is the best for your current current situation? Because uh, there's often like you, you can do, you can go in a lot of different ways. And I think if two people were two different people were tasked with the same problem, they might choose different answers. Um, and so it's, it's a lot of that. If that so how sense. do you, how do you personally decide like which, which route to go down? Is it experience or is it like guesswork or is it a little bit of both? Um, I think you start out with certain principles. Like you want to keep the user first, great, great, great user experience, uh, create a great user experience. The next piece is, well, what can we technically build given the time constraints that we have? Um, and, uh, yeah, I guess balancing those two constraints, you come up with a solution. Nice. Love that. Um, now a lot of our, uh, listeners are probably graduating or about to graduate and they're getting ready for that interview process. Um, tell us a little bit about, um, with your experience, having been, uh, interning at Apple or, or even at Reddit now, now that you've, uh, learned what you've learned, um, how should people prepare if they want, um, if they want to get a job there, how should they prepare for that first initial interview? Yeah, so I, I, I think that there are two parts to this. There is getting the interview, and then once you've gotten the interview, being successful. Um, and so I'll take, I'll take this, I'll answer this in two parts. So first part is, I'll first answer like, how do you be successful during an interview? Because I think that's a little bit of an easier question. Uh, so once you've got an interview, typically the questions you're asked are going to be straight from your data structures and algorithms class, or if not from there, it's going to be heavily using concepts you've learned in those classes. So for this, I, I think you, you want to go into lead code and just do a bunch of problems and really make sure you understand your data structure and algorithms really well. My personal recommendation is uh, one thing I did that I found to be useful that I, I, I'm not sure if other people have done 
is I, I, I went ahead and implemented each and every one of the distribution algorithms that, I, that you, you might be asked about in, in these interviews. And I found that doing that at least once is, is really useful. Um, that's, that's one thing I recommend. So uh, yeah, so that, that's for doing well on the interviews. Now, as far as getting the interviews, I think it's really important that you demonstrate uh, competence in uh, software engineering. And this is gonna be something, this, this is gonna probably require you to do work outside your classes. Specifically, this will mean working on some side projects that use technology that you're interested in. So say you're, uh, you know, you want, you want to build apps, I would say build a few apps. You don't necessarily need to publish them to the App Store, although that would be a huge plus, but you'd want to have a few that you've built that are, uh, you know, of, of some level of complexity. Demonstrate that you basically want to demonstrate to the company that you, you're able to be, be successful if you, they were to hire you. Um, uh, yeah. Love that. Yeah. Um, if you could go back in time and do something different, knowing what you know now, uh, what would you do differently? Uh, this could be either when you're graduating or when you're looking for your first job, those like key pivotal moments, if you could change something or do differently, uh, what would you do? Yeah, a few things. I, I, I think freshman year, I would have been out hunting for internships, I think earlier than I did. Um, I'm not sure how much that would have changed things post, but uh, I think it would have given me at the minimum more options. Cause I, I you know, um, yeah, so that, that's, that's one thing I would do. I would also, another thing I thought about is when I first joined Apple, I, I, I think I took the first offer they gave me without negotiating really. So I would have mm -hmm. changed that too. Um, I helped one of my interns I had at, at Apple and negotiate and she got a great offer because she that. asked for more. Yeah, sometimes just about taking that like confidence and like feeling like, hey, I deserve more uh, and giving that some of the data to back that up. Um, yeah, I love that. Um, now you've shared a ton of amazing experience, a lot of great like real life examples um, for the for the audience listening, for some aspiring professionals that want to get into software engineering. Um, any any last pieces of advice, tips? Uh, that you think, you know, really resonates uh, with you that you would love to share with our audience? Uh, so to clarify, this is for even working professionals who might want to get- Yeah, even career. working professionals who might want to work there. Those are the graduating, like any like real life uh, examples or piece of advice that you could share with share with them? Uh, I, I guess my, my, my advice would be to work on projects. This is what's going to help you get your interviews. And uh, so I, I think they're, they're essential. I, I think a lot of people will think that, oh, you've gone through a boot camp. Oh, you've done your CS degree. This is enough. The unfortunate reality is that I, I think at least in the software engineering field, it, it is not enough. I, I, think you, I think in order to get the best jobs, you really need to do, uh, do work outside of, outside of your uh, classes. Yeah, and you've given some examples of the types of projects, uh, things that people are passionate about. Is there like a volume number to that? Like, is there an ideal volume of projects that someone should have on their resume? Uh, that's a good question. I would say it's not a volume game. Um, I, I would say if you just have two or three uh, projects that you you know that uh, have some level of sophistication to them, like what I mean by that, it's not not just like a to do app mm -hmm. where you enter a list of tasks and you see them. That, that that's not very sophisticated. That that's like a very uh, it's like a beginner project. Mm -hmm. so, something that's a little bit more complicated that demonstrates the kind of skills that the employer might be looking for. Um, let me think of an example. Say. Oh, say, say that, you, you know, I don't know, uh, say you want to work at Instagram. And so you've built a little Instagram clone. 
maybe it doesn't have all the features, but it has the ability to, you know, upload a picture, to view the pictures and like pictures and comment on them. You know, uh, that would be a great start, for example. No, that's awesome. That that was invaluable. I cannot tell you how many people probably uh, so thriving for like direct information. Um, so thank you again so much. Uh, I'm sure this is going to uh, answer a lot of questions that people have outstanding. Um, great. So yeah, that brings us to the end of another fantastic episode of Huddle's Industry Insiders. A huge thank you to you, Vivek, for joining us today and sharing such valuable insights uh, from your journey in the world of software engineering, from Rutgers to Apple and now Reddit. Uh, your experiences and advice are golden nuggets for anyone looking to make their mark in this ever-evolving field. For our listeners out there, we hope Vivek's story has inspired you. Whether you're just starting out or well into your tech career, remember it's about the passion for technology, the willingness to learn and the resilience to keep pushing forward. Don't forget, if you want to connect with professionals like Vivek and dive deeper into the tech industry, check out Huddle, um, where you can meet one-on-one -on -one, uh, with professionals across whatever industry you may want to go into. Um, our beta list is open and we're inviting you to be among the first to experience our exciting new platform. Click the link in our bio to join the waitlist. Stay tuned for more episodes where we uncover the stories and the insights from the brightest minds in various industries. Follow us on Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn to get the latest updates and sneak peeks into our upcoming episodes. Thank you for joining us today. And as always, keep learning, keep growing, and keep connecting. Until next time, this is your host, Kunal, signing off.